0: Okay, what is up and welcome back to Confident as Fuck. It is another solo podcast. I am super excited to record this one because I feel like it's a kind of like very vulnerable episode for me. I know you guys have heard me talking about like, I want to take it slow in my business, I want time off, and I want to get a little bit deeper into that and a little bit deeper into why i was feeling this way and then also give you the perspective that renee was kind of giving me and kind of take this into like a mental health type of episode so let me open up a little energy drink really quick and also disclaim to you guys that this is just my experience with grief my experience with a ton of stuff happening In one year, and just say that obviously I'm not a mental health professional, duh. But this is not a mental health podcast. This is just my experience and what the fuck has been happening to me. And I thought I would shed some light onto it because I've never felt this way before. And I'm slowly coming out of it, which I'm kind of glad that I've waited. I was going to record this last week, and I'm kind of glad I waited to record it this week because I have a little bit of a clearer mind into what's going on or what was going on with me in the last like few months. So let's just get into it. Hmm. I'm wondering if we should share a weekly fave and a confidence corner. Hold on one second. I'm going to grab one more thing before I actually sit down. Okay, I am going to share a weekly fave. A weekly fave that I've been loving is hmm. Honestly, like plants. (laughs) I've been um, trying to decorate my apartment with more plants lately. And in my old apartment, I had a few plants, but most of them were outdoor plants. And with this space, I really like I told you guys that it was kind of hard for me to decorate this space because the podcast room is separate than the other living area versus the old house it was all open so I went with a totally different vibe in both rooms like the main living area and then the podcast room but in this space I wanted to add like vibrancy and plants and we have like such big windows that I wanted it to just feel like airy and open so I brought some I bought plants for the living room I also got like these hanging like viney overflowing out of the pot type of plants for the bathroom that are hanging And they give so much life to the bathroom. I still haven't hung any like photos or any like decor up other than like the painting that we got done from my tattoo artist in the living room. I haven't gotten any like paintings out or any like decor out other than these plants. They really brought so much life to our space. So that's been my favorite this week is plants. And I'm loving like kind of like caring for them and yeah. I've been loving going to the plant store. I feel like I've gone like every week since we moved and I have a good little collection of plants now and my outdoor plants are thriving again, which I almost like gave some of those away because I was like, they're done for and I'm not like that good at bringing them back to life. But I obviously am because I brought a lot of them back to life, almost all of them. So, okay, a confidence corner, something that made me feel really confident this week was actually just yesterday. We got on our Batty Girls Club call. And if you guys don't know, Batty Girls Club is my program that's six months. It's my baby. I love it. We got on the call and we do two calls a month. One call, I'm like teaching, or it's a check in, or it's like a group collective call with just me and the girls that are in the program. But then one call per month is with a guest speaker. And so this month we had my friend Jenna, who does human design, and she read our human design charts. And it was just like, as she was, I love the guest speaker calls, first of all, because I get to kind of like learn from the guest speaker, I get to just relax on the call. And it's a lot of fun, like hearing different people's strategies for teaching. And it just, it makes me really happy when we have those guest speakers. And when we had Jenna come on, as she's like speaking and doing this guest speaking spot, and I'm like listening I was just like, fuck, Baddie Girls Club is so dope. Like, it kind of reignited this really exciting feeling that I had about Baddie Girls Club and how, like, proud I was of what Baddie Girls Club has become and how it's shifted. You know, it started as a program really about self love and body image and really accepting yourself where you are. And it has turned into so much more. It has turned into like how to improve your life from so many different facets. And something I love about it so much is the fact that I bring in all these different guest speakers. So you really get to like, not only get me as a creator of the program and me as a teacher in the program, but you get five other women and six, when we launch it next time, six other women giving you their own different specialties in the program. So I, it just made me super proud and super confident. And that was my little confidence corner of the week. So I love that for me because I wasn't feeling that way. <laughs> I wasn't feeling very like confident or proud of myself in a lot of different areas. And so like I said, that's going to be a little vulnerable episode with you guys because I was really down And really feeling very not myself over the last like three months. So after Renee's dad passed, and I told you guys we were in basically this like fight or flight mode for the last two years. And I think when everything stopped and we didn't have to be going to chemo appointments or going to... Mexico every weekend to be with his dad. Like when we didn't have all those responsibilities and everything kind of came to a screeching, screeching halt, it was like a weird feeling because for a while I felt guilty. Like, wow, I should have so much more time in the day. I should have so much more time to do things. I should have more energy. And I didn't. I had way less energy. I felt. Like almost super drained. So, when I was talking to my coach about this, she was saying, like, yeah, you're in fight or flight mode, like, fight or flight for like two years. And now your body is kind of like recouping, your nervous system is kind of regulating and going back into a new normal. And so, for those of you guys who don't know, and we talked about this, I think, a little bit on Renee's episode, is like Renee and I were very, very involved in his dad's care. We went to every single chemo appointment every single doctor appointment, every single test, like everything. And if you ever been with someone who has had chemo or is in, you know, um, stage four of their cancer journey or any part of their journey in their health journey where it's really serious, you know, there's a lot of a lot of appointments, a lot of appointments. So not only were we going to those appointments, we were also conferring with all the doctors. So anytime the doctor had like, an update for us or the test run, like I was getting those results and then, you know, giving it to his mom. We were also like refilling his medications. Like we were very, very involved in his care. And then to have all that taken away when he passed was something I never thought about. I never, like Renee and I never thought that he was going to pass ever. Like that wasn't even, you know, a lot of people were asking me like, Is that why you guys were so involved because you felt like, okay, that we need to be there for that time because that's all the time we have left? And no, like Renee and I have talked about this extensively. And no, that isn't why we did that. It was just something we did. We just went into that mode because someone, you know, we cared about and loved obviously needed us. That's just what we did. So it's not like we ever thought this day was going to come or that day was going to come even until the last day. Like we didn't think that that was going to happen. Not that that we were in denial. We're just being, as the Buddhists call it, a bodhisattva, which is living in the moment. Um, you're there for the day and you're grateful for every day. And that's how we felt. But we didn't think about the fact that He may not make it. We didn't think about that. Like that wasn't even in our mind. We kept thinking, you know, he's going to beat it. We're going to get better. So anyways, what I'm getting to is when that time came and that was all stripped away, it left us feeling like, what do we do? What does our life look like now? We've been living this really fast paced life where a lot of what we did, I mean, 90% of what we did was revolving around his schedule. And so when that changed, it left us feeling really almost like empty. And then we started to get back into like our workout routine. And we started to get back into like a new normal for us. And you know, I was thinking like, okay, cool, like I'm getting back into it. And then I but I still felt this like really empty feeling of like I didn't want to push forward in my business. I didn't want to like, I think I was so full at capacity, full of like holding different emotions that thinking about holding any other emotions was like almost scary and overwhelming for me. So I didn't want to think about like launching something else for my business or like think about like getting on Instagram and posting about my business. Like I didn't want anything to do with it. Like you could not pay me to do it. Like it was not something I wanted to do. And I was really resisting it for a while. And then I went into this feeling of like, I don't even want to like, leave my house. I don't even want to like, interact with anyone. I don't want to like, it was weird. I almost felt like, am I depressed? Like, am I, like, I never felt that way before. And as I like, started to be able to kind of verbalize how I was feeling to other people I felt like I'm not depressed I know I'm not depressed but it it wasn't a feeling that I was very familiar with at least not I think as I look back and like I said I was as I was able to like verbalize how I was feeling I started to realize like maybe I have felt this way before like before I met Renee probably like a few years before I met Renee. So, like, probably in my last relationship, towards the end of that last relationship, I probably did feel this way before. I just wasn't really as in tune with my own feelings. I wasn't really, like, I was probably masking my feelings or ignoring them or pushing them down to where I really probably have felt this way before. I just wasn't able to really, like, recognize it or I didn't want to recognize those feelings before. And so, As that all started to like come to a head, as it does, as I'm like resisting wanting to do anything or want to like give myself any grace, I started to tell Renee how I was feeling. And I was feeling like I was dropping the ball on a lot of things. Like I had so much pressure around, even though my business was pretty much on. Pause. You know, I'm still doing the podcast. I'm still running the programs that are currently running, but I'm not doing anything new. So everything was pretty much like on pause for me. I'm still doing everything for our trucking business, right? And that is a lot of my day. That is a lot of, you know, like we talked about on Renee's episode, that's a full time job for me. And we're also the trucking business is also also at this stage where we're really growing and expanding and we're trying these new things we're trying you know a new system and you know we're coming up on doing our taxes and so i just felt like fuck i'm dropping the ball in so many different areas and again this guilt and shame started to come in where like I feel like I'm so tired. I feel like I'm so exhausted. I don't want to interact with anyone. I don't want to like do really a lot of the things that I know I should be, quote unquote, doing for our business. And I felt like I was dropping the ball in so many different areas. And as I started to like verbalize this to Renee and to other people in my life, I felt like. Am I doing this on purpose? Like, am I wanting to feel this way? Now, as I'm, you know, like, as I've gone through this, like, healing journey and self help journey and self love journey, whatever you want to call it, as I've done different courses, I know that we don't do things without a benefit for ourselves, right? Like, we don't put ourselves, how do I word this? Like, there's a reason that we do everything. And I'm not saying like there isn't grief, but I think I was trying not to grieve because I also wanted to like, there's a lot going on. If you can't tell, there's a lot going on in my mind in these last few weeks. So I'm gonna try to like, try to keep it concise for you guys and help you guys understand. And I hope that me talking about this can Help other people who have maybe felt this way feel more normalized. Or if you are feeling this way right now, you can understand where I'm coming from. Or maybe you've never felt this way. And maybe listening to this episode, you know, if you do go some, through something like this, you can like remember. Anyways, there's a lot going on in my head. And I think at some point, right, I didn't want to feel too much as far as my emotions, because I wanted to leave room for Renee. So it would have been, I would have felt, I think, a lot differently if it was my own dad who had gone through all of this and who was the one who was sick and the one who ended up, you know, losing the battle with cancer. It would have been very different. But because it wasn't my dad, I felt almost like, I need to be strong. I need to be there for Renee. And that didn't allow me a lot of room to honor my own feelings. And in turn, I ended up being super upset and angry and feeling guilty because I wasn't processing any other emotions that I was having. And so it all came to a head, right? This all came to a head, as it does, where I was just in a bad mood all the time. And I think that came from a lot of guilt and a lot of shame regarding, like, I think I was looking for things to feel guilty about. I was looking for things to feel shameful about because no one put that guilt and shame on me And I brought this to Renee probably like a month before everything came to a head, and I told him I'm feeling guilty. I'm feeling like, you know, angry at myself because I feel like I'm dropping the ball on stuff. And he said, like, I'm I don't feel that way towards you, like. And I said, I know, I know, like it's me that feels that way. So I knew I was doing this to myself, and yet I kept doing it. Like I kept finding things to feel angry with myself about, and I think part of that was my nervous system's way of trying to get me to recognize other emotions. And I think it was me trying to push those emotions away and feel other things instead. But I don't know, you know, like, who knows if that's what was going on? I'm not sure. Um, But, you know, I'm not a therapist, like I said, not a mental health expert, but just what was going on in my own mind was A lot of guilt and a lot of shame, and trying to leave a lot of room for Renee to have his emotions and not allowing myself to have those. So, as this came to a head, I was just in a bad mood all the time. I was so angry with myself and taking it out on Renee because he's the person that's closest to me, taking it out on my other friends by not really reaching out to them and not being close with them and not wanting to interact and really isolating myself and then dropping the ball on other things, right? Like it it became like a domino effect where like I had a few things that like I knew I wasn't giving my all to and then it became like other things like that I I did on purpose. (laughs) Like, oh, I'm not going to work out today or I'm going to not eat as well today because like don't even know why, right? Like I'm just like, oh, well, I'm dropping the ball here and here and here and then here's let me add some more things to my plate so I can continue to feel guilt and shame. And that—that that is where it gets really, really tough because we're in this season, at least I am, of this season of total change, in this season of grief, in this season of processing emotions, getting back to a new normal. And... Then I have to like sit back, take some responsibility and say like, what am I also adding to this? Am I adding more guilt and shame? Am I adding more stress to myself on purpose so that I can feel a certain way? And it gets really sticky because then you have guilt and shame about doing that to yourself. (laughs) So as you can see, this is where we get into those feelings of like, you're on this like hamster wheel of guilt and shame. And what it reminds me of is like the guilt and shame of like a diet or exercise regimen, which was part of what was going on with me. But if you've ever like gone on a, a diet or a health journey or a workout journey and you start to like slip up a little bit and then you're like, fuck, okay, I'm going to get back on it. And then you keep like sabotaging and sabotaging and sabotaging yourself At some point, right, we have to say, like, am I doing this so that I can feel a certain way? And I think that's exactly what I was doing. Like, I think I was starting to get really comfortable in that guilt and shame feeling. And so I started to add more of that. And how can I add more? Okay, I'm going to drop the ball here. And it's not conscious, right? It's not like I'm telling myself, like, you know what? I'll drop the ball here. It's like um, I forget what the other word for it is, but it's like an unconscious behavior. Unconscious, whatever. You guys know what I mean. Like, (sighs) I don't know the word to use, but you guys understand what I mean. Like, if you've ever done that in a any type of workout or health regimen, right? Like, keep dropping the ball, and at some point, you have to say, like. Yes, there's things I can't control, right? I can't control the fact that I'm grieving right now. I can't control the fact that, you know, I lost the airline ticket credit, which I did do. I can't control other things, right? But I can control that I am adding way more to my plate to be angry with myself about. Am I doing that for a specific reason? And so, I know I've referenced this book a thousand times on the podcast, but Existential Kink talks about this a lot. And I had to take a really hard look at myself and say, like, am I doing this so that I can stay in this feeling? And what do I gain from being in this feeling? What do I get if I stay in this feeling of guilt and shame? What do I then get? And that's what I was referencing at the beginning of this podcast, that we don't do things for nothing, right? Right. There's always a gain, even if it's a negative, like perceived as negative, typically gain. But I think sometimes we, and for me especially, like I wanted to feel negatively towards myself. I wanted to feel sad. I wanted to feel almost like sorry for myself for a little while And that's why I said I have felt that way before. I just probably was not able to recognize fully what I was doing to myself or didn't want to. And that's where I was. Like literally just the last week, I was like in that space and I had a really hard conversation with Renee where he's like, you are doing this to yourself. You are putting yourself in these situations. You're making yourself feel guilty. You're making yourself angry at yourself. And for what? For what? Why do you, why do you want to feel that way? Why do you keep putting things in your in your life to make you feel that way? And I think a lot of this, like we can ask ourselves those questions all the time, right? We can keep asking ourselves like, why, why, why? But I think it really comes down to staying in the same spot. We really love to stay in the same. Our nervous system loves to stay in the same feelings and the same emotions, whether they're good or bad. That's why you see people that are like sad for years or depressed, right? Like beyond clinical things, right? Sometimes we want to stay there and going out of that feeling feels really scary. And when Renee and I talked about this, he was saying like, I think you're coming into a really new person and it feels really scary for you. And it does. It honestly really, really does. Since Renee's dad got sick and since Renee's dad passed, I feel like a completely different person than I was before. I don't want to put energy into the same things that I wanted to put into energy into before he got sick. I don't want to put energy into the same friendships. I am a completely different person. And I thank Renee's dad for that because he taught me, even without saying a word, he taught me so much. He taught me so, so much. He taught me how to live in the moment. He taught me not to take any day for granted. And I think getting out of like being a different person is always scary and going into a new era. Is always scary, like always, always scary. And so I think a lot of it was me being scared. You know, I've talked about this a lot on this podcast and on social media that having friends was like a totally different concept for me. Like having really close, genuine friendships was really new for me as an adult. And then having access to so many different people and so many different friends was really exciting for a time. And then when after everything happened with Renee's dad and like I just didn't have the emotional energy to have all these friends, (laughs) like it sounds so ridiculous, but like I just didn't have enough emotional capacity to give to so many different people that I was really like, I only wanna give it to those who I, energy I'm saying, I only wanted to give energy to those who I really, really, really valued and who showed me their value within myself and those who were there for me during that really hard time. And then when when it was like a shift of like, oh my God, I want so many friends. Like I have so many friends now, I have so many people to be around when that shifted and I was the one now choosing who I wanted to let in at a deeper level that was very strange that felt very strange even though it's something that I wanted it felt very new and very different for me and I think that alone scared me a ton it also scared me a ton that like I could even put my business on pause Like, I talked about that in my solo episode a few episodes back that, you know, for a long time, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then I had such a clear vision. And then saying, like, I want to put that on pause felt very, very weird. Even like the ability for me to be able to do that felt very strange, like that I didn't have to worry about, oh, my God, I need to make this much in my business this month or Like having that pressure, like it wasn't applied right then. Like that felt very strange. It felt very weird. So, all of those things combined made me feel a lot of different things, as you can tell. And I really didn't know how to alchemize those. And as I wanted to come out of those feelings, right, as I decided, like, I can't be in this place anymore. I had to look for evidence of when I've had strength beyond what I thought I could have before. And I looked back into the last two years and how much I was able to hold during that time of Renee's dad's being sick, how much energy I was able to hold, how much emotional capacity I was able to hold, how much of my own emotions, I was able to really alchemize and say, hey, this person, this person's projecting this energy on me, and I'm able to just let it roll off. I don't have to be feeling a certain way about it or take their energy on. I had to look for that evidence, and I found it. I found a lot of that evidence, and I thought, bitch, pull yourself up off the fucking ground. You are way better. Than this. You have had a crazy ass year, but look at all the amazing things around you. Look at all the amazing things that are going on in your life. And look at how much you've been able to hold before. You've gone through way worse. You've gone through way more stressful things. Forgive yourself for the things that you feel like you haven't been able to do and move forward one day at a time. Like I said, a bodhisattva. I hope I'm saying that right. I think I am. Renee knows how to say it a little bit better than me. but. And so moving forward, it's funny because I cleared a lot of things off of my plate from the trucking business. I got a lot of things that deadlines out of my way and I got those things cleared. I took a lot of time to just like process through those emotions, release, forgive myself. And it was so crazy because all that energy got released. And so much new energy has really flooded me in the last few days, like flooded me. I got on Instagram stories yesterday. And I did a podcast yesterday, which will come out in a few weeks. And I recorded the podcast and then at a few hours in between, and then I was going to get on a, the Batty Girls Club call that I mentioned earlier. And I got on Instagram stories and I was just like, I just posted like, hey, doing a podcast today, like a little photo. And then I like had this urge to share more about the podcast. I had the urge to share more about the Batty Girls Club call. And I had to just take a second and be like, oh, my God that feels so good that I even have the urge to share more because it's been a while. Like It's been a while since I've had the urge to share more than just the bare bones of what's going on with my business, like podcast recording. Even that I didn't want to share for a while. And so I released so much energy and so much new energy flooded me. And I think that's a really, really good lesson of Sometimes it feels really scary to release energy and really scary to say, like, I want to take some time off. I want to like refocus my energy somewhere else really quick and get these things off my plate. And it feels scary to like let go for a second. For me, it felt really scary to like not be posting on Instagram, right? And not be posting like, hey, I'm doing this podcast today. And we're getting on the call with the baddies tonight and like Baddie Girls Club's going to be relaunching like you know blah blah blah. It felt really hard not to be posting those things because it felt like I should be doing those things and like I've wanted to post those for so long and I have been posting those things for so long. It felt normal for me to do that, but it felt really unaligned for me too. And I had to like release the pressure for myself and say like it is okay not to do those. And once I did, once I gave myself permission, And I allowed myself to just be and release. So much new energy just came flooding through the floodgates, like flooding through. And it just felt so, so epic. It felt so good. Like the energy I had yesterday around my business is something that I haven't felt in a really long time. And it literally felt like a breath of fresh air. Ah, oh, felt so good. So where I am now, when you guys hear this episode, I think, it'll be, I think it'll be the following Tuesday from when I record this. Where I am now, we just went to a country concert. We're in like our concert era. We saw 50 Cent and then now we've just went to a country concert. And I'm just in this era of just taking everything day by day. Day by day, I want to wake up. I want to feel good every single day. How can I feel good today? How can I feel my best today? And as we were doing our human design last night, one of the things that Jenna said for me, because I have like an open, oh, human design is so much, but I forgot what it was. Anyways, identity center. I have an open identity center, undefined, which means that I can take on many different identities, which is very true. But something she said to really live in alignment with that And to not feel like some type of way about like oh well I'm like a different person every single day, is to really embrace it and to say like who do I want to be today? And I think that really is rings so true for me because some days I'm Alicia I'm the confidence queen I'm the podcasting host I'm like you know holding all this energy for all these different women some days I'm a wife some days I'm here I'm just vibing with Renee and we're you know, eating our food and going to the gym. Some days I'm the Arla Chuga trucking manager, <laughs> COO. Some days I'm on my shit, emailing, collecting, on payments, invoicing people, you know, scheduling out our driver, like all those different things. Every single day I hold a different hat and some days I hold multiple hats and that's okay. So every single day, I want to wake up, ask myself, who do I want to be today? And the answer every single day for me is I want to be happy, I want to feel fulfilled, and I want to feel at ease. And those are my top three right now. So if you guys are listening to this and you guys have gone through something similar or anything is like ringing true in this podcast from this episode, any of the feelings that I'm describing, I'd love to hear from you guys on Instagram. And here, um, either in my DMs or the podcast DMs, if you felt this way before and how you went through it, or if you haven't gone through it before, if this podcast really like touched you in any type of way, I hope it does, because healing is from grief or anything else is really difficult to navigate. I'd never have gone through something like this. I mean, no one really expects your parent to pass or your father in law, like we're young, right? Renee and I are under 40. That is not typical. So it was something really difficult for me to navigate. And healing is this feels the same, right? Or the same but different. You know what I mean? Like it's difficult to navigate when you've never done it before. It can be really like unsure, like all the different feelings and emotions that I'm describing right now or that I have in this podcast. So if you felt that way before, I'd love to hear from you in, your, in the DMs and let me know because it's been a journey for me. And I'm just happy that I can share it with you guys on this podcast. Hopefully you guys are vibing with this podcast and you guys understand what I'm going through and maybe someone can relate to how this feels too. And I love you guys so, so much just for being my listening ears and for people that I know, listen to this podcast. I know you guys understand me and it just feels like a really good place to be able to talk about this stuff. I hope you guys enjoyed Renee's episode. It is funny because he, I think he'll be back even quicker than we anticipated. I already invited him back for the 100th episode, but I think he'll be back again before that. I almost got him on the mic today, but he wasn't Into it today, but (laughs) he will be back. I think quicker than we originally anticipated, which I'm really excited for. You guys really loved his episode, from what I've heard, and I'd love to hear more if you guys did like his episode. I'm also, like I said, bringing back old guests that have been here before and that are coming back on for a revamp. We had Brittany and Michelle. We should have Devin coming back soon too. Anybody that you guys liked, please, please, please drop me a DM and let me know who you want to hear from again, I'd like to give them a little bit of time to have a little bit of growth either in their business or their personal life so we can hear about that because I think that's really interesting. But anybody you guys want to hear from again, please drop it in my DMs. Or if you want to be on the podcast, I'd love to have you on. So drop a DM to either me or the podcast Instagram. That's been something I've been really grateful for is that So many people have reached out to me in the DMs and so it's really kept me really full with guests and I really appreciate that. So shoot your shot in the DM. Let me know if you want to be on. I'd love to have you on. Everyone has something to share and everyone can learn something from anyone. So don't be shy. Shoot your shot in the DM. I'd love to have you on. I love you guys so, so much. Thank you for always being a listening ear for me. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast down below for us. It really helps us out. Follow us at Confident Podcast on Instagram and me, the Confidence Queen, with two underscores at the end. I love you guys so, so much. And until next week, I will see you next week.